Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by, for you may be the next to die. They wrap you up in bloody sheets to drop you six feet off. Tonight, we're headed to Massachusetts, right here in the U.S., where we dive into the story of the Lady of the Dunes, where a woman's body was found, and no one knows who she is, or even worse, who killed her. It's unsolved true crime time, so get ready, passengers. Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train Podcast. Worms play pinnacle on your snout. They eat your eyes. They eat your nose. As you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes. Chews through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease and pus pours out. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. What's that mean? Well, you guys know what it means. We make fun of and joke about creepy shit while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. I am your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me are my co-hosts, Mr. Moody and Logan. (laughs) Sounds about right. Sounds about right. It's morning. Yes. Yeah. You guys, you guys, you need to know that we got up early to do this shit for you today. That's right. With like zero sleep. Because if if not, it would have, he wouldn't have had one on time. (laughs) Zero sleep. And then dad would have to drink another Colt 45. Yeah. We all had late nights. Not that, no, not me. Uh -uh. (laughs) We all had long days and late nights. Yeah, it's been, it's been crazy lately, but we're here. We are. And. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It should be. It should be. It should be. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So you beautiful bunch of dark passengers know that we're just a bunch of musicians and assholes that love history and cannot get enough Woo! of the mysterious. We want you all to know how much it means to us that you're listening to us at this very moment. Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah. It especially really since we're up this early. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not even that early. We're just complaining. For I know. <laughs> Your reviews and support really do make all the hard work worthwhile. And saying that, please stop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now and give us a five-star review. It helps for some reason, not sure why, but it does. And you can leave any review you'd like. In fact, this week, if you'd like to leave, I don't know, get some more sleep. What do you think? Is that, that could be good. Does that, does that work? Yeah, it's not going to happen, though. Yeah, I mean, but still, the encouragement's there. <laughs> That's what we need. We need encouragement. And you can also find us on we Spotify. Need, we need a lot more than that, dude. <laughs> find us on Spotify and iHeartRadio by typing the Midnight Train Podcast in their search bar and clicking the follow button. You'll then get each episode as they are released. And Patreon subscribers, you beautiful motherfuckers. You just got, oh, man, what did you get recently? You got the John Carpenter bonus. Yeah. It was awesome. A little bio yep. on John Carpenter. That was super cool. He's a good man. Yeah. And then uh, a, a plethora of bonuses. They're coming out once a week. We're trying. Trying. As hard as we can to get these things to uh, come out once a week. And, uh, yeah, we're currently recording on uh, uh, YouTube, right? The boob tube. I mean, yeah. yes. Yeah. Are you? Is this live? Yes. Are we live? Yeah. Seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. God damn it. It's yeah. too damn early for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, there's a ton of cool stuff over there. So, sign up over at Patreon.com. Just keep complaining. How it's like 11 o'clock. I know. <laughs> like it's just too fucking early. Well, it's because, you know, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, and then you got to get up and, yeah. you know what I mean, get situated or whatever. But yeah. these, these fine people don't want to hear us, bitch. Right? 
I mean, they listen to us every week, so. Yeah, that is true, pretty much. So sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks. Anyway, sign up over at patreon.com <laughs> forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast or head over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com, pick up some merchandise and sign up there. And of course, as you guys, because you're longtime listeners or even if you are a new listener, uh, once we hit 100 producers, yep. that means people who are over at our Patreon getting those awesome bonuses, we're going to start giving uh, um, 10% to a specific charity that we will announce every month Very that nice. you guys get Very to decide nice. on. So it'll be awesome. Get bonuses, give to a good cause. Awesome. Yes. And, Super. you know, we have the Patreon-only Facebook page that you guys will be invited to when you yep. become a Patreon subscriber. And, uh, you know, it's just for our amazing it is. producers. It is. I'm still waiting on my uh, my special Patreon producer surprise, too. Yeah. It's being finished up soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. It'll be good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be I'm awesome. excited. Plus, you know, we have a lot of fun on our official Facebook group page. So, you know, anyone can just go over there and sign up. It's or not sign up, just <laughs> it's not signing up. What is it? It's just. It's Look, click. it's not really that exclusive. Yeah. Just come and join, okay? <laughs> <Just> right. <laughs> and make sure to subscribe to both our YouTube and Twitch streaming services because we just uh, on a random whim decide to just record when we want to, like right now. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's turn down the lights. Adjust our seats, grab a drink, and, uh, you know, let's get spooky, right? Yeah. And by drink, I mean coffee this morning. Yes. Instead yeah. of seeing us getting progressively Coffee's... more drunk, you're going to see us getting more and more hyper. Yes. <laughs> That's a scary yeah. thought. A little bit, yeah. But here's a toast, all you beautiful motherfuckers. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is live. You right? turned it down. No, I didn't. Oh, it's muted. There it is. Still your fault. It actually came in on beat, though. I know. It works. I, I planned it that way. I just wanted to feel like a DJ dropping it, you know? <laughs> DJ Moody Moo. What? <laughs> this will get us hyped up, folks. Yeah. I don't, you know, how wouldn't it get you hyped up? It does. Get you moving. Yeah. At minimum, you got a toe tap or a head bob. You know? Wait, what, what, wait, what's after this? Does it go into something else? Ooh, oh, that's, no, nice. that's pretty good. We've never let it go this far. Since I started late, why not, you know? All right, let's see, there's some, this is about right here, here. Uh, this brings it back, yeah. There's some uhs in there. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, rest in peace, Biz Marquis. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Sad lame. Days. Yeah, that sucks. Lame. And for those of you out there who are like, who the hell's Biz Marquis? You're an idiot. Oh, baby, you. Dude, he was so fucking good, though. You got what I need. Like, it's a shame that like that's the only thing so that most amazing. people know about him. Oh, no, like, he was great. His, he was just his, fantastic. Not only that, like the stuff he helped produce... And do so much oh, other yeah. shit. Oh yeah! If you, if you guys want to check out a song from him, just go and look up Bismarcky uh, picking boogers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just go find because he was just a goofball, and that was the best thing about him. he was a beatbox guy. That when yeah. he first started out and shit. Yeah. Somebody else died too. Hold on, I gotta find someone else died. Yeah. Uh, Didn't two of the members of Cinderella just die? Uh, well, uh, yeah. The guitarist just died. That's the other guy that just died. There was another guy from Cinderella that just died too. That was like last year, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Something's going so. on with Somebody Cinderella. Somebody recently just died, from, and then this guy just like just fucking died. Yeah. My sister never sends me texts just to tell me that people have died. <laughs> That's why she texts me. It's kind of messed up. Yeah, it could be worse. Fucking, yeah. I mean, she could tell you that you, you died. 
I don't know how that would help. How would that be worse? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how you look at it. <laughs> anyway, guess what? What? We're heading back into true crime. Are we? Since our listeners seem to love it so much. And as per the usual, we are looking at an unusual unsolved murder case. I like that. The reason it's unusual is that we have no idea who did it. Okay. We have no motive. And we have no idea who the victim is. Interesting. Yeah. It's very unusual. Yeah. It right. Is. It is. Could the victim have been one of the casualties of a crazy serial killer? Maybe. Could she have been an extra in the movie Jaws? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. It's good. I did see uh, somebody posted something that they want to see. They want them to do a prequel, and it's all about uh, Quinn, like his life, how he got to where he. (laughs) Oh, that'd be be amazing. That'd be hilarious. Oh, it's so good. I would love to see that. (laughs) Dude, he's great, too. Hollywood, make that. Or Bollywood. I don't care. Anyone make that. Yeah, Bollywood. that'd be fun. A, a Bollywood <laughs> Jaws prequel? <laughs> Bollywood version of Quinn? Holy shit. It'd be amazing. So nobody uh, there's has... There's got to be one. There, there needs to be one. If there's not, yes. make one. So nobody has the <laughs> okay. answers to these questions. And as of now, the mystery remains as to the identity of the Lady of the Dunes. Oh. Yeah. As far as this case is concerned, there's not a ton as far as the actual murder goes. Nope. Okay. Not a lot. Given the fact that the victim and the killer are unknown, there's not much to go on. But here's what we do know. Okay. Hey. What? Well, what do we know? Not a lot. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It sucks. Do we know? We don't know who did it. No. We don't know how they did it. No. We don't know who it is. Nope. and remember we do these because we want to keep these cases open and people to have a a fresh look at these you know and whatnot so again yes so on july 26 1974 12 year old leslie metcalf was walking with her parents and their friends through the dunes at race point beach in provincetown massachusetts 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 (laughs) so they probably all talk like this the, the entire time I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. There's Just, gonna be some sort of New England accent. Yeah, perhaps. I think it's very charming that accent. By the way, I like it. Yeah, I think it's awesome. So their friend's dog was tagging along with them when it uh, became excited by Ooh. something and rushed into a stand of pines. Oh, he's a fucking dog. Oh, yeah. It's because they got those noses, man. Listen, don't take your dogs on walks anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> you're just gonna find a dead body, or do and find more dead bodies. <clears throat> Nah. No? Just leave him alone. Just leave him. Let him go, man. Just just let him go. Just. just it, well, they need to exercise. <laughs> Treadmills. What? Treadmill. A treadmill? That's yeah. a good idea. Good. I just. Can you imagine that, though? You're just like, yay, we're having a good day with the dog running around. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you find there, Spot? Go fast. Grab the stick that looks back. like an arm. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, you little shit. Because that's how they found the fucking bodies in West Mesa. Uh-huh. It was a dog. Yeah, and they dogs. found like 40 of them. Good boy. We need more dogs like Scooby-Doo. Dude, out of the way. Dude, do you think like tasted human flesh after that? They were like, mm. Dogs? Yeah. I wonder, what kind of dogs do you have? <laughs> I mean, you know. The flesh-eating kind? Maybe. I don't think my dogs have ever eaten flesh. I don't think so. Human I'm flesh. Saying, they grab a bone, they might be like, ooh, that's a tasty bone. I will say that my beautiful little white, little sweet little uh, Charlotte. Yeah. Most docile dog in the world. Yeah, yeah. They found, this happened a while ago, and I may have mentioned this on the she show. She found before. a body? Well, kind of. Oh. There was a uh, a, uh, a groundhog <laughs> in the backyard, 
And she didn't know what it was, and she starts playing with it like, oh, what is this? What is this? And then it fucked her up. Well, it bit her, or at least attempted to bite her, and Charlotte (laughs) fucking flipped her shit, dude. Picked it up, was like slinging it back and forth, like, (laughs) fuck this thing. And she fucked it up so much that its teeth got stuck in its own stomach. No! Yeah. Like, she just destroyed this fucking thing. I've never... My, that dog has never even remotely even growled at somebody. Oh my god! Don't fuck with the dog. Yeah, man. I was yeah. like, dude, that's... my dog caught a bird out of midair one time. Really? <laughs> Just snatched it out of the air, flying through the backyard, and she fucking whoop jumped up and grabbed it. That's amazing. Dude, and then my so... wife freaked out, and I had to go get it from her. I had uh, my, uh, my my my. A... She's running around the backyard with it. Go ahead. What are you doing? Uh, what? I was just telling him to turn your mic up. Oh, go ahead. It, can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. How about now? Okay. Would you go? <laughs> I, have a, I have a pit bull name. Yeah, how you like that oh. now? You want to fuck around? You want to fuck around? <laughs> but no, I had a, I had a pit bull, and uh, in the backyard, there was a, a hawk coming down to try and, like, pick up a bunny. <laughs> and my dog did not like that. He was trying to kill the bunny, so he went after the hawk and killed huh? the hawk and then was, like, protective of the bunny, was trying to get it to, like, resuscitate Aww, it and stuff like that. It's adorable. Would not leave the dog or the, the bunny's side. Did the bunny was... live? No, unfortunately. <laughs> it was very sad. Your dog sucks, then. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the hawk did not live either. Was your sucks. dog sad after the bunny died? Oh, 100%. He would really? not leave the bunny's side at all. Like, I had to literally, like, drag him into the house by his collar because he would not leave the bunny alone because he was, like, so upset that it died. That's insane. So your, your, your dog would be a horrible EMT. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, what's the episode about today? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're we totally here? diverted about animals. Yeah, sorry about I, that. I love my dog. Anyway, so the friend's dog was tagging along, like we said, and found Call that filler. Found something, and, okay, and and went to go look. Was it a groundhog with its teeth in its belly? It might have been. Leslie uh, heard the dog barking and ran oh. over to see what was going on. That was when she found the Lady of the Dunes lying face down with her hands amputated. Oh wow! Oh, Oof. did it? So who who is the Lady of the Dunes? Uh, nobody knows, really. Oh. That's what we're talking about. Hmm. Yeah. Leslie could see that the woman was nude and had her, uh, her clothely, her clothely, <laughs> her clothing neatly folded under her oh. head, which is really fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a pillow? Yeah, basically. So, but, but all her not clothes a, was not like. A pillow. Yeah, not a pillow. Not, not a pillow. Not a pillow. No, and she didn't have a, a glass of milk either. <laughs> Fuck, it's out of here. Dude. <laughs> That's good. Just even saying that it just drives me gross. nuts. Yes. She ran back to her parents and immediately told them what she saw. Her father went to verify the gruesome scene and subsequently notified the park rangers, as one does. <laughs> I think her dad was like, oh, come on. There's no dead by, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Another young girl, Sandra Lee, who is now a crime author, claims that she, too, saw the Lady of the Dunes as she was taking a walk with her dog a couple of days before Leslie found the body. Why didn't you not say anything there, Sandra? Yeah. Sandra Dean. Yeah. Sandra Lee. What a B. What a B word. (laughs) You mean brat? Yeah. Okay. Sandra says she noticed that the lady had a head injury. She could also see what looked like a slash across the woman's neck. However, Sandra was too afraid to tell anyone about it. Therefore, most people credit Leslie for the discovery of the woman. Wait, couldn't she have been, like, charged for that? Like, negligent, like... I don't think so. Because she just saw a dead body and was like, oh, not if it's already de- if it's already dead. Y- y'all want to y'all see a dead body? <laughs> like if, if it was somebody that was alive and like yeah. she saw her and like knew she was like maybe, but I don't think. How did she know she wasn't alive at that time? She had a massive head injury and a slash, bro. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, I don't even know how that works yeah maybe. so when the police got to the crime scene they found the victim lying on one side of a green beach towel 
A pair of Wrangler jeans and a blue bandana lay under her head in what appeared to be a makeshift pillow. Stop. <laughs> Go grab a glass of milk and just get this done over with, man. Pillow. Pillow. It's pillow, people. Anyway. <laughs> pillow, people. Where her hands should have been, there were piles of pine needles. Fucking weird. Yep. The perpetrator had practically decapitated her and pulled out several of her teeth. Holy shit. Interesting. What? Detectives theorized that the removal of hands and teeth were efforts to conceal the woman's identity. Hmm. Did it work? Sense. Do they know who she is? Uh, no. But just stop asking okay. that fucking question. <laughs> no. They don't know oh, okay. who she is. Oh, okay. Okay. Just wondering. One side of her head showed signs of blunt force trauma, which investigators oh. determined was the cause of death. There were also signs of ugh, sexual assault. <laughs> About 15 feet from where the victim's body lay, there were tire tracks. Leading away from the corpse were two sets of footprints. Ooh. So they had tire tracks and footprints. They found they found them with the they figured out whose car it was, right? And footprints. Would you were the fuck? <laughs> no, first of all. Go take a drink. Yeah. Down. <laughs> it's too early. Give me too much coffee for you or something. Jeez. Uh, okay, but uh, trying to figure out who did this. Let's man. pause on that real fast though. So two sets of footprints. Two sets of footprints. Correct. And tire tracks. Tire tra- I wonder if the footprints were the little girls, though. See, I was going to ask that, too. Like, uh, the first one who said she saw her. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I wonder if that could have been. Sandra yeah. D. I don't know. Sandra Lee, yeah. Sandra D. The chick from Grease, right? Yeah. Look at me. I'm Sandra D. <laughs> <laughs> I almost sang Beauty School Dropout, but that was the wrong chick. Oh, that's still a good one. Oh, yes. Beauty School Dropout. Who was that? Was that Rizzo? Boom, boom, boom. No, Go that's not Rizzo. That's the one with the high school. Rizzo's the one with the that got Beauty pregnant. School dropout. I don't know. That's... I love Rizzo was he's the one that got pregnant. <laughs> Rizzo was the one that was pregnant. Yeah. Beauty School dropout was the other girl. What who... the hell was her name? Ah. Uh, she had the really bright pink hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pink hair. Pink. Yeah, yeah. Was it Pinky? Pinky? Maybe. I think it was Pinky. Pinky in the brain. Yeah, I think it's Pinky. Sure. Pinky Makes in sense. the brain. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Seriously? Yeah. You know they're doing a remake? What are we going to do tonight, Brian? <laughs> Same thing we do every week, Pinky. Try to take over the world. You're all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't record early, guys. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, obviously, there was two sets of footprints there. Yeah. Yep. So, the estimates uh, for time of death range from 10 days to three weeks. But that's okay. Okay. One promising lead broke early in the investigation. Uh, pathologists realized that the victim in Race Point Dunes had high-quality dental work worth thousands of dollars done on her remaining teeth. Mm. This dental work classified as, quote, New York style. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man, you see, you got those New York style teeth. <laughs> you know what? They're probably capped. New York style. Yeah, they're probably capped at that point. This is the 70s, so it's they probably like, all had capped teeth. So they got pizza. And they got dental work. Correct. <laughs> and the Empire State Building. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like I just picture that on like a uh, family feud. Things that New York is known for. Um, um, dental work. <laughs> Let's see the board. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. Everyone looking around like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did like, you know that? It's like the number. Yeah. It's like that last answer that one dude said. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know that? I listened to the Midnight Train podcast, dude. Like. If you did, you would know these things. Dude, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh, God. Duh. <laughs> so New obviously, York style. New York style dental work does not come cheaply. It's got a little Yankees logo on it or something. <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> so the age of the victim was somewhere between 20 and 49. However, oh a more accurate estimate is 25 to 39. The five foot six inch woman had an athletic physique and auburn hair. She may have been asleep at the time of the murder. The blanket under her body was undisturbed. That's 
fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. A couple of things come to mind here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, if she were murdered while she was sleeping, was she sleeping? Waited. Like, was she sleeping at the dunes? Was she? I, yeah, see, I read that. I thought the same thing. Like, that didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Or if she was murdered somewhere else, like, it would make sense that the blanket wasn't disturbed because then they could have laid the blanket out and then set her up on top of the blanket, right? Well, wouldn't there I mean, be a mess? Like, I mean, like probably. Insane, you know I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know. Just it's super odd to me. It's, it's to just me, a weird, yeah. It's yeah, a weird thing. Detail, yeah. Yeah, my mind instantly goes to that she, like, if it was undisturbed. Maybe then, she was like sunbathing or something. Yeah. And somebody came upon her. But and Jesus Christ, who has the time to freaking golf swung her in the head? Yeah, and then cut her hands off and pull her teeth out. I mean, you could do that pretty easy. <laughs> oh, please do tell. <laughs> Hashtag safe for Moody, everybody. Make sure you get your stickers, Patreon. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you really wanted to, it's, oh, it's not that Okay. Hard. As far as the investigation goes, it was tough for anyone to make any headway. That's a horrible way to put that. <laughs> anyway, due to the fact that they couldn't identify the victim, detectives poured over missing persons but, reports. But they figured out who she was, right? No. No, no, after, Moody. No. After a while? No. <laughs> no. Sure, the way to mute. Huh. Mute them. <laughs> I, mean, I could, I could do it, but I'm not going to. I'm going to mute you guys and just talk. So they couldn't identify the victim. Detectives poured over missing persons reports, trying to find a match. Others tried to follow the lead of the expensive dental to no expensive, expensive dental to no avail. Which makes sense because a lot of times you can actually find out who a person is because yeah, of their, because their, their teeth dental and their that's, dental yeah, work. Yeah, that's what they do. Yet another group hunted for a vehicle that could have left the tire tracks at the scene. Oh, so they found the tires and matched them up to who killed it, right? I'm going to stab you in the <laughs> neck with a knife. No! <laughs> make sure you pull my teeth out. <laughs> I'll pull your teeth out. And while all of this was going on, more police were searching the cringe scene. The cringe scene? <laughs> How about the cringy crime scene? I mean, scene? It, I say it kind of fits. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, the ew. crime scene, another time, but did not come up with anything. <laughs> Appeals to the public with a sketch of the victim garnered some fresh leads. One woman from Maryland got in touch with detectives regarding her sister that had gone missing. Like the victim, the sister had auburn hair. Both sisters had lost contact with one another when the missing sister moved home to Boston. However, the police never confirmed a match on that one. Okay. So there, there's that. Remember, again, this is back in, what would we say, 74? Yeah, yeah 74. 74. So they, they didn't really have, like, they didn't have DNA, DNA that and all that stuff. So another possibility was that the woman was a female bank robber. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Her name was Rory Jean Kessinger. Oh, right, right. She had been arrested for the attempted murders of two police <laughs> officers in Pembroke, Massachusetts. Holy <laughs> shit. She was initially arrested with members of an organized crime group she belonged to. She's a crazy bitch. Yeah, sounds nutty. Police are suspicious that Kessinger was killed by members of the group following her escape for their own protection. Wow. And if she was, her body would have been disposed of locally. Mm. One of those arrested with her in 1973 claimed the rumor of Kessinger's murder was true. Wow. Oh. Okay. Police considered this a vital lead and DNA information was collected in the years following. Initial comparison proved inconclusive. A 2002 test eliminated the possible match. Oh, so it wasn't her. It was not her. I thought they figured it out. Nope, they didn't. I thought that was her for sure. Swinging a miss. A more recent and interesting theory had been proposed by none other than the son of horror legend Stephen King. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In 2015, Joe Hill, King's son. King's son. 
Yeah. The son of king. <laughs> this Joe Hill son of king. <laughs> Hello, my name is Joe Kingson. I'm going to start. I'm, dude, I'm going uh, to introduce myself like that now. What? I am Adam Moody, son of Robert. Really? Yeah. You're going to do that? Do back in the, yeah. Back in the olden times. Every time, like when I was like, hey, what's your name? That's what I'm going to. This is like. Make it regal, just like like I'm important, even Dude, though I'm not. That would be super cool. Logan Sayer, son of Johnny Vegas. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. You're <laughs> fucking fired. <laughs> You're fired. God, son of a bitch. I just <laughs> thought of something. You just can't let it go. Huh? Nope. Yeah, uh, I just I just thought of something. What? They don't they they <laughs> they don't know who did it. But where was Chainsaw in 1974? I was I mean, thinking the exact same thing. He was like um he was like what? 62 so he was still pretty spry he, yeah in his 60 early 60s right yeah. yeah i yeah. don't know he could have been we can't say he wasn't i mean yeah that's what i'm saying yeah like, we can't say he wasn't so it's a possibility maybe we should let the uh, massachusetts police know <laughs> could you imagine if we called <laughs> we think we know who did it listen he goes by chainsaw <laughs> all right you know like, what's good to cut off hands a fucking chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're saying he gets a knock on his door. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Chainsaw. We're from the Massachusetts State Police. <laughs> we uh, we got a couple questions about a murder that happened back in 1974. <laughs> we heard you were about 64 then. <laughs> you look pretty good for your age. <laughs> uh, so a more recent and interesting story again comes from the son of Stephen King. Yeah. He, son, uh, of, son of King. Right. The son of King. <laughs> He posited a theory that the Lady of the Dunes could actually have been an extra in the movie Jaws. Ooh. He was already very familiar with the case, and while watching the movie, he noticed something that struck a chord halfway through the movie. Hmm. A guitar? (laughs) 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 Actually, be like... (laughs) 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 It's a bass. It's not a chord, though. No, it wouldn't be. That's why it's got to be a guitar. I mean, you could play chords on a bass. But... You can play chords on the piano, too. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the extras that appeared for a scene shot in Martha's Vineyard wore a pair of blue jeans oh. and a bandana. <gasps> oh. Wait, where is it? Is it this one? Yeah, I got it. I got it. You like that shit? We're like 110 episodes in, and he goes, is it this one? <laughs> <laughs> As well as similar clothing, this young woman not a smart man <laughs> bore a passing resemblance to the victim. So yes, I did. I did a little bit of looking. I looked at the video and the, the comparison, and there's uh, you know, does it look pretty similar? So that a, it looks. We'll if post you look those at, up so you guys can see. If you it. look at the sketch that we posted, mm-hmm. the more recent one that's like more computer whatever, mm-hmm. and you look at uh, like a still shot that oh, yeah. they that they mm-hmm. try to uh, compare. I mean, you could see a resemblance. Yeah, I, I could definitely see where you know passing resemblance. It, it's, I mean, it's it's a pretty good resemblance. Like, it's definitely like you could look at it and be like, yeah, I can, yeah, absolutely, that could be her. Totally. Well, Jaws began Totes. filming in May of 1974, just a couple of months before the Cape Cod murder. Ooh. Provincetown is only a few hours from Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, okay. It, so it kind of lines up as far as yeah, like, like it's close. Yeah. It's there, you know. Right. She, yeah. Such an idea might seem far fetched, but at least one FBI agent has postulated. Such a good word. Yeah. Postulated. Postulated. Dad, what are you doing in the bathroom? I'm postulating. <laughs> You've been in there for 45 <laughs> minutes. 
<laughs> I have a lot to postulate about. <laughs> Uh, anyway he postulated that otter ideas have cracked cold cases otter like the animal Uh, more odd it should be more odd right i don't know yeah it says otter i'm not a fucking english major o-d-d-e-r i don't know yeah otter otter just just see an otter like (laughs) i don't know With a Boston accent. Yeah. I have no idea what they're talking about. I'm... The mother and the father, it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, I mean, so, he's... Well, so what they did was, this is what I'm assuming happened. Okay. They figured out who the extra lady was, mm-hmm. and then they figured all that out, got some DNA, and they figured out who it was, right? No. Oh. No. No, that's not what happened. Without an identity, the police also had no idea who may have murdered the woman, obviously. There are a couple of interesting leads. Are there? With major criminal ties. The first one. Really? Is the one and only Whitey fucking Bulger. I don't even understand anymore, man. (laughs) That's that Whitey Bulger, the mobster. So is that was, uh, they just made a movie about him, right? Was that the Johnny Depp one? Was that about Whitey Bulger? Didn't he make a movie about Whitey Bulger? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't believe so. I'm pretty sure he did. Google. Wait, yeah, no, no, no. Bit. That's the you're talking about like not Donnie Brasco. No, no, that's uh. about Donnie Brasco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it is with Johnny Depp. Yeah, is it yeah, that yeah. black black mask? Black mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Black mask? Black meth. Like the density of weight. Mass. 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 Massachusetts. Black man is that what it's about? Black Massachusetts? Wait, what? Is that what they call it, Black Mass? I don't know. I never saw it. Okay, no. Anyway. Wow. It's not. Why do they call it Black Mass when it's about Whitey Bulger? Stop. Because <laughs> <laughs> White Mass sounds bad, I guess. I don't know. Black Mass sounds like cancer. White Mass sounds like a eye booger. I don't know. Then Come what? shot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> So, sorry, folks. Yeah. Bulger was a mob boss who led the Winter Hill Gang in Massachusetts. Maybe that's why the white. No, no. That'd be be white, not black. Still be, yeah. He was also an FBI informant. On December 23rd, 1994, Bulger fled the Boston area and went into hiding after his former FBI handler, John Connolly, tipped him off about a pending RICO indictment against him. <laughs> so so he's an informant for the FBI, mm-hmm. and, then, and then his contact in the FBI is an informant for him. <laughs> Sounds pretty right on. That dude was getting fucking paid. And if you guys aren't uh, familiar with RICO, uh, RICO, I forget what it stands for. It's like corm- a crime, organized crime unit thing where right if you're uh, involved in organized crime to put a rico case against you and then case, they suave case. right after that right sometimes they go together and they go are, are taco are, are grande exactly that's i don't know if the words the song's so good give my chinga Weird Al, we love you. We are huge Weird Al fans. Huge Weird Al fans. <clears throat> so anyway, they had a RICO uh, indictment against him. So Bulger remained at large for 16 years. Wow. 16. That's a pretty impressive run, man. It is pretty. Like, I don't feel like if <laughs> I feel like if I was on the run for anything, which I was briefly, we remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that I would last very long on the yeah, run. Yeah, you can't run for very long. 
Was that a fat joke? <laughs> <laughs> son, son of a bitch. You get winded into like, a yard. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, <laughs> Can I just be on the walk for 16 years? <laughs> it's just like, I don't like, I don't think I could lay low. This is like, I would just I could. do it. I could totally I would, do it. I totally do it. I mean, I, I feel like I could, but I, I just know that I would do just one fucking dumb thing. Yeah. And I would just, you know. It'd be something stupid too, like you wanted ice cream. Podcast. So yeah, saw you at Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> You're supposed to be on the run. Why are you? I saw his fat ass at Dairy Queen. He, he loves was, those damn. He's getting a blizzard. <laughs> he loves those damn Oreo blizzards. <laughs> Ugh, no. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Oreo ones. Uh, Anyway, he was on uh, on the run for 16 years. After his uh, 2011 arrest, federal prosecutors tried Bolger for, Bolger for 19 murders based on the grand jury testimony from Kevin Ooh. Weeks and other former criminal associates. 19. Nine <laughs> times. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> 19. That's a lot. It is a that's, lot. That's dude. a lot. And one, I mean, I haven't killed that many people yet. Shh. We're on the air. <laughs> Oh, it's live. <laughs> we can't edit that can't out. Can't edit that out. That's, that's, <laughs> I, was, I was just kidding. <laughs> At one point, police learned that Bulger was seen with a woman who resembled the Lady of the Dunes around the time she was presumed to have been killed. Oh. Bulger was also known to remove teeth and fingers of his victims. Um, I just want to go back real fast. It literally says, Bulger was also known to remove teeth and haha and fingers. <laughs> <laughs> what were you trying to say there? I don't know. And uh, hands and fingers, maybe? Yeah. Most likely. <laughs> most likely. I, I was, <laughs> can I read this how I really wanted to? A bulger was also known to remove teeth and ha and fingers of his victims. <laughs> Look, man. What the fuck? It hurts. <laughs> Look, you guys... Oh God, it hurts. <laughs> you give me all kinds of shit. At least when I write as actual words, you can't even pronounce the shit anyways. Why I don't do you know. care? I can still laugh at haha though. That's <laughs> fucking beautiful to me. Anyway, he used to do I'm these sure things. There's more. Keep reading. <laughs> that were similar to how the lady was yeah. found. So he kind of had an mo. <clears throat> right. Okay. Unfortunately, Bulger, uh, Bulger was murdered in prison before a link could be established. So from what I'm hearing, from what I read, um. They were also, yeah, they were saying that he was frequenting a bar in the area in the months leading up before they found her, the body. Mm -hmm. And uh, while he, their witnesses were saying that uh, the woman that he was frequently seen with at that bar was looked like very similar in description to what this lady looked like. So actually, from what I can gather, uh, officials, like he is their top suspect mm -hmm. in the case. Like they, a lot of people think that done it's him that he did it okay so and he was uh <clears throat> yeah i mean that's but they, why you know what i mean why like let, let's um, just give me like a, i don't know i why don't know. go to that extent as opposed to just putting like a in the back of her noggin or whatever for whatever she may because have, that may was not his, have done. i mean he did it with all of his other victims like yeah. one I is mean, that just like a his his how like a signature thing? yeah like, i don't know like i'm gonna go to these links to prove to you that if you fuck I mean, around obviously you know, it worked because you know they don't know who she is well that's what you think but you keep telling me that, but I don't, whatever. But you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and who knows, like, it could have been like something along those lines and she could have heard something she wasn't supposed to hear or saw something she wasn't supposed to see. Yeah. Because when you're hanging out with a fucking dude like Whitey. That makes sense. Yeah, he, sound, he sounds like a uh, bonus episode is what he sounds like. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a Whitey Bulger episode. Yeah. Can you add that into the uh, the trouble under bonuses, please? So I got can... I got a Whitey Bulger. You got a big white bulge? <laughs> 
<laughs> my God, my side hurts so bad. Stop it. <laughs> I gotta start. I gotta start waiting to take sips of your coffee. Yeah. Gotta, so no, I, make it. I am not snarfing anywhere. <laughs> I'm not snarfing. doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So several serial killers were also looked at as being Ooh, suspects. Serial killers. Yes. One of those was Tony Costa. Hey, the, Tony. The infamous Tony Costa. That was the spaghetti murderer, right? <laughs> Tony no, Costa? Not Tony Pasta. Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. No. No? No. I thought that was the, uh, he killed with garlic bread. <laughs> Tony Costa was suspected in the killings of eight women while being convicted <laughs> of two. Okay, so there's women involved in this one, so it's possible. I'm sure. Right? The case gained international attention when District Attorney Edmund Dennis in comments to the media claimed, quote, the hearts of each girl had been removed. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've never, I had never heard of this guy. I started reading this stuff. I'm like, how have I not heard of this yeah, guy? He, yeah, oh, yeah. Ugh. And they were not in, in the graves. So yeah, each so they body were buried was, without hearts. Yeah, each body saying. was cut into as many parts as there are joints. So he just cut every joint in. Yeah, he just fucking hacked them up. Oh, my God. Sounds like this dude watched Snatch. Ugh. I'm sure he did. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here when he still got the legs of Katie. <laughs> you like dags? <laughs> oh, dogs. Yeah, I like dags. So Dennis also claimed that there were teeth marks found on the bodies. Ooh. While he was an early suspect in the case, he was eventually eliminated. Oh, so he did it. No, he was eliminated, Moody. That means he's not. He's not. Eliminated is the opposite I of he we, did it. I thought we figured out who no, did it. No, just, no, sorry, yeah, sorry. Just keep close. Going. close. Yeah. The second serial killer that's connected to the case is Haddon Clark. Haddon. Yep. If you're not aware of Haddon Clark, then you just must not be that into serial killers. He had a Clark bar, yeah. right? Yeah. No. That's who they named it after. Yeah. The Clark bar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> I, listen, I got this idea. It's a Clark bar. <laughs> okay. I understand. But listen, you bite into it and it's fucking killer. Get it? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, thank That's you. A good thank one. you. Was... So, <laughs> I, think I, think, I think you've killed your son. <laughs> uh, yeah, right over there. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea where you're going with that, but it was the payoff. It was good. Yeah, be so. <laughs> He's crying. He's crying, dude. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> that might be a new shirt. <laughs> That's it. It's the Haddon Clark bar. Dot, dot, dot. It's the killer. killer. <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, <laughs> we could do an entire episode on this guy. Uh, if we were yeah, ever so he's close. a fucking lunatic. Yeah, maybe a bonus because those are fun. Um, but we'll give you a summed up account. You know what? They are fun. They are fun. The bonuses are fun, man. I have a blast with those. Um, oh. Give you a little account on him. And uh, yeah. So Haddon Irving Clark, born July 31st, 1952. Irving is an American murderer and suspected serial killer currently serving two 30-year sentences at Eastern Correctional Institution in Maryland for the murders of ugh, six-year-old Michelle Dorr in 1986 Oof. and 23-year-old Laura Hoftelling in 1992. You sure also, that's how you pronounce that? Uh, I would say Hoftelling, right? How's it spelled? H-O-U-G-H-T-E-L-I-N-G. It's Hotling. Hotling? Hotling. <laughs> Laura Hi, my name is Laura Holtling. <laughs> That's a, you're, you're using your Russian accent. That should be a German accent. Oh! Uh, <laughs> does, does her last name have a mustache? 
<laughs> I think so. Yes. It, I think it's half telling. I, I would. I, I would. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I just figured you were fucking it up. So. Yeah. I pro- well, I probably am. So. Um, so yeah, those are the two that he's actually been so in a six-year-old and a twenty-three-year-old. Three-year-old. Yeah, that's kind of a obscure, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was also given a ten-year sentence for robbery after stealing uh, stealing from a former landlord. Uh, Haddon Clark is the second of four children. Was born and raised in Troy, New York. His brother Brad Field Clark strangled a woman in California before eating several body parts. So Wait, the oh, family's oh. fun. Was his name Brad Field Clark or Brad Field? Brad Field. One word. It was Bradfield. Bradfield. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a ballpark. <laughs> Where they serve a lot of park parks. Welcome to Bradfield. <laughs> Bradfield Park over here, ladies and gentlemen, where our favorite thing is the Haddon Clark Bar. I was just going to say that. And just remember, Home folks. Home of the Haddon Clark Bar. It's killer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Clark's parents were both alcoholics and often fought each other in front of their children. Never oh. a good thing, folks. Yeah, so he had a great job. Yeah. Clark's mother would dress him in girls' clothes oh. when drunk and addressed him as Kristen. There, that's a good way to fuck a kid up. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That'll do it. His father eventually committed suicide. Yikes. As a teenager, Clark would torture and kill animals owned by children who bullied him. Um, so so he's killing animals, not torturing. Lie, I, I can't blame him. But what? So you're getting bullied, like, what's the best way to get back at a bully? Kill his fucking puppy. What the fuck? Jesus is Christ. What the fuck is wrong with Just you? saying, dude. That's a good way to do it. No, I'm the, not saying I condone they, it. The best thing to do is the, you, you sleep with the mom, or, you know, you go with that. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying. Why like, is that the way to do it? Because you're not no, killing anybody. No, but I'm just saying, like, I don't condone killing puppies, obviously. <laughs> I don't. I don't. But, like, that's a good way to fuck up a bully, man. Yeah. Like, if someone's been picking on you for, like, a year, and you just, like, go to his house and wring his dog's neck in front of him. He ain't gonna fuck with you anymore, dude. What was that in Anchorman where Jack Black <laughs> punts it over? <laughs> he gets knocked off and he, he takes Baxter. Oh, yeah. Well, now this is happening. <laughs> I mean, glass case of emotion. <laughs> Baxter! Baxter! <laughs> My favorite part of that, he's like the total drunk guy now. He's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I gotta tell you something. Wait a minute. <laughs> fucking losing Ron, Ron, I can't understand you. You're what? I'm in a glass case of emotion. There was a man and he punted Baxter? <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, no, but seriously, that's, yeah. I don't know. I could see it. I, I just, mean, if you're crazy already, why not? Fucking. Well, I mean, they do I say that, that serial killers or people that have like that tendency, they do start off like animals. That's one animals. of the big, that's like, was this like the uh, the trifecta? I don't know what they, I can't remember what they call it, but there's like the bedwetting, like yeah. arson, I think is the other one, and mm-hmm. then torturing animals. Yep. Oh, yeah. If those things are involved, if your kids are doing those three things, either of those three things, well, no, the bedwetting, whatever, but if they're bedwetting and killing animals, look, seek I, help. We, we used to fuck around with fire all the time when I was a kid, though. Yeah. yeah. But that's not really like, that's not really like arson. And I still though. wet the bed. Yeah. Oh, you, you still wet the bed now. That's just because you're old. And I torture. Um, uh, anyways, let's. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Clark, Clark trained as a chef and served in the United States <laughs> Navy until he was discharged after being diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. Over the years, he held a number of menial jobs, but was mostly homeless. Clark was arrested multiple times for theft and re- uh, retaliation. For theft and retaliation? <clears throat> What's that? Like killing your neighbor's dog? Is that retaliation? 
I I don't know. I didn't oh. know that was illegal. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot retaliate. Well, I guess they would be. I mean, I, mean, I guess it depends on what you do. Yeah. Like, he was also arrested for robbery. I don't think I've ever heard of that, though. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of that either. <laughs> he was arrested for robbery after he vandalized a former landlord's property and stole several items. So the guy's a, he's a, a mensch. Yeah, but he did come up with the Clark Bar. Yeah, that is true. That is true. At least his name did. Yeah. Yeah. On May 31st, 1986, Clark was ordered by his brother to move out of his Silver Spring, Maryland home. Michelle Dorr, a six-year-old friend of his niece, came over looking for her. Ugh. Clark took her up to an upstairs room and, unfortunately, stabbed Michelle to death. Wow. Fucking hell. Dude, my daughter's six. <clears throat> that's fucking bother. That's but it gets worse. And sorry. Bothersome, dude. Sorry, folks. Clark then <clears throat> drank some of her blood and stuffed her in a duffel bag. He buried her in a park 12 miles away. So fuck this guy. Super fuck this guy. Ugh. On October 18th, 1992, he killed 23-year-old Laura Hoftelling in Bethesda, Maryland. Clark was working as a gardener for Laura's mother, Penny, when she accused Haddon of stealing tools from her backyard shed. Clark entered the house through the back door and stabbed Laura to death in her bedroom with a kitchen knife and suffocated her with a pillow. He carried her body in a bedsheet through a wooded area and buried her a half mile away. Ugh. What the fuck? This dude's a fucking psychopath. Ugh. Can you can you imagine? Just think about this for a minute. No, I can't. If somebody listening to this podcast right now mm-hmm. really thought that they named a candy bar after him. <laughs> and like this is like after all this shit we've been talking now. <laughs> you guys gotta stop when I'm drinking. You gotta stop doing that. Fuck. I didn't even mean to do that. It was just good timing. That would but be like, amazing. There's somebody out there they right now. Just it like, right after that part. Like, like dude. this fucking guy. <laughs> they named a candy bar after this asshole. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't believe the Clark Bar was named after. Of course, it's not. Right, I'm just saying. So he sure did, it's been around longer than that. Yeah, he did leave. Um, he left behind a pillow with his fingerprint as he moved the body. He later returned and dressed up in a Wait, wig. They got a fingerprint on a pillow. On a pillow. A pillow. That's what I said. Correct. How they get a fingerprint on, off a? Of, I wonder if it was like a bloody fingerprint or something. Probably. Probably. Because like you can't get a. How the fuck are you gonna lift a fingerprint off a pillow? It's probably a bloody fingerprint. Yeah, I would imagine. Because okay. it did say he stabbed her, so. Yeah. There's probably that's true. He did an exuberant. Well, they said that they, they there's a little bit. They yeah. stabbed her to death and then suffocated with a pillow, even though she was already dead. Makes sense. I don't understand. It that, makes but, sense. Yeah. The head's still alive usually after you die for like a little bit. So wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was confused. They no, I was uh, when you were reading that, I was like, why don't he suffocate her after he stabbed her? I wonder if maybe he was suffocating her and <laughs> while he was and stabbed her, at the same you know? time. Yeah. <laughs> Dexterity though. Don't like any of that. I mean, that seems possible. Like he had to try to keep her quiet or something if she was like screaming and then. Oh, okay. Fucking horrible either way. (laughs) So he he later returned and dressed up in a wig and women's clothes and left through the front door to make people think Laura left the house alive to buy him some time to clean the scene. Who the have you okay? If you've seen this guy, you're thinking the same thing I am right now. Who the fuck was he fooling? Nobody would drive by and be like, oh, look at that. That's Laura. No. <laughs> and They'd be like, what He's the not the only fuck? one that's done that before. There's there's another guy that uh, murdered his wife. Like, maybe if you did it, like, at nighttime and you could, like, I don't know. Maybe it was. It was, it was. It was daylight and he dressed up like her in a blonde wig and even, like, got, like, a, a, I think a plane ticket in her name and all this other shit trying to make, basically make it look like she was still Covering alive. Covering his tracks, yeah. yeah. And then they found out. I don't know what happened. She just disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So police soon discovered the bloody pillow and linked the print onto it or on it to Clark. Clark confessed and led police to Laura's body eight months after the murder. 
Yeah, this guy's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Police later began looking at him for Michelle Dora's murder after discovering he lived just two houses down from Michelle's father at the time she disappeared. Police later tested his brother's old house for blood and found Michelle's blood in the wooden floorboards of an upstairs bedroom. Yikes. Clark later... What the fuck was that? I burped. Sorry. I burped. I burped. It's it's the clock by. I got me. (laughs) I'm going to be careful. So Clark later led police to her body in January of 2000. Clark has confessed to murder. The girl? The little girl? The little girl, yeah. He has confessed... 2000? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He has confessed to murdering dozens of people starting as a teenager. Wow. Yeah. Now, that's something that happens with a lot of these fucking guys. We've talked so many times about serial killers that do that shit. Yeah, well, who was it? uh... Can't think of his name now. Uh, the one dude that he confessed to like a shitload, but they never like, like over a hundred. Yeah, I know you're talking about. What the about... fuck is his name? I can't. Why um, Lee, Lee, Lee. It was him and uh, Otis Tool, and there's yeah. the two of them, and they were. Yeah, they were both like yeah. full of shit. The fuck can I think of his name now? At any rate, is it Lee? Lee, not Yates. No, it's not Yates. I can't think of his name. I can't. It's like one of the most anyway, one of the more famous guys too. I yeah. can't think of his name. You guys go Google it. At whatever. any rate, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but this guy. You you'll read you read yeah. on you'll find like there's there's uh there might be something to it. Okay, well, how does this coincide with our story? As we've gone back and talked about this piece of shit. Well, in 2004, Clark sent a letter claiming he had killed an unidentified woman in Cape Cod, Massachusetts, in 1974, known as Lady of the Dunes. Clark explained that he had buried evidence from the crime in his grandfather's garden, and that he knew the woman's identity, but was not going to tell authorities because he claimed. They mistreated him. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, read his quote. Yeah. Pretty funny. Hadden said of the claim, quote, I could have told the police what her name was, but after they beat the shit out of me, I wasn't going to tell them shit. <laughs> this murder is still unsolved, and what the police are looking for is in my grandfather's garden. End quote. Yep. So now, do they just not know where the grandfather's? No, you you read on. Okay. Read on. This is why this is, but this is what le- lends credence to possibly that he killed okay. a lot of people. Police aren't sure whether there is any merit to his confession, but he led police on December fifteenth, two thousand, to his grandparents' former property, where they discovered a plastic bucket of over two hundred pieces of jewelry. Wow! Among the items were Laura Hoftelling's high school class ring. Clark claims they were trophies taken from his victims. Uh, so were any of these trinkets, I, uh, trinket items that be, uh, belong to the Lady of the Dunes? Yeah. We may never know because it's kind of hard to... If, so if, he's, if he's not going to say, yeah, that's the piece I took from her, right. then how do you link anything? Right. But at the same time, like... Over 200 pieces 200 of jewelry. 200 pieces of jewelry. Even if, like, even if you took five off of every victim, <laughs> it's still a fuckload of people. It's like 40-some people, Yeah. 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 Ugh. And I mean, the fact Why that they have I found never heard of this fucking and the guy. fact that you've never heard of him. No, I've never, oh, okay. never heard of him. Yeah. The fact that they found that other lady's class ring in with all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, he could have killed a fucking ton of people. That is crazy. Like just to even think about that, that this guy, you know what I mean? Cause he, he, he's obviously proven that he's not only killed, but does keep those trophies. Yeah. And told them where to find the shits. Yep. And <clears throat> motherfucker. He's still alive. Oh, yeah. yeah he's so in he's still alive yeah, in yeah. prison. So, like, if it was him, you never know. I mean, we may still find out. Yeah, maybe have one of those deathbed confessions or something yeah. like that. You know? Who knows, man? But, yeah. like, that's, that's, that's crazy, wild. dude. Like, that is wild. So him and, him and Whitey are, like, seem to be, like, the top. Like, okay. those are their best leads at this point. <laughs> Here's my thing about because him, Because they though. both kind of line up. My thing about him, though, is, is that... Her death and the way she died 
not at all in his wheelhouse of his MO. You know what I mean? Right. That's true, but if he killed that many fucking people, he might not really have one. Because he... Well, I mean... Huh? He st- I guess he stabbed the other two. Yeah, the two that we know about, he definitely stabbed. So, I mean, obviously, from those two, those are knives. True. You know? but yeah. And also, at the same time, though, there's, there's you know, convenience killing. Like, if he just found her and he had didn't have it... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he could have just well, grabbed something and fucking beat her head in because he didn't have something to stab her with. And they say that most serial killers... Um, they expand and they keep and they change worse. over time. Yeah, they keep too. getting worse and worse yeah. and worse because they get more brazen. So something like that could have been later on, you know yeah. what I mean, or earlier, and he could have just kind of evolved because they do like they they do say that killers evolve into. Yeah, but if he okay, so here in saying that, if he did the the Lady of the Dunes killing first, and it's never he's never been caught for that, and it's never been identified, why wouldn't you just stick with that? If that was first, what do you mean? Like the, the way she died, the way that he killed her. Yeah, yeah she's never oh, been identified. So see the, a lot of that stuff though, because you gotta think too though. A lot of killers get caught because they they start off very careful, and and then they get sloppy because they're yeah. like, I haven't got caught yet, and then yeah. they start slipping and slipping, and then they just yeah, they get be, to a, they get to a point where it's just like I'm just gonna fucking kill people. Now. Yeah. To be clear, most um, murderers and serial killers and stuff aren't exactly the smartest people. There's been a no, few that there's have been, been a couple that were brilliant, intelligent. Yeah, I mean Kemper was freaking. There's a lot, yeah. Well, and a lot of them are like intelligent in weird ways. Yeah. Most of them are, yeah. 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 Well, even Bundy was somewhat yeah, he intelligent. Was, he was a smart guy. Yeah. And he was batshit crazy, but and most of them are. For all you ladies out there that have some penchant for fucking. It's so Dude, weird he to was me. A, yeah. It's so weird to me. Penchant. Yeah. A penchant. A penchant. <laughs> So the lady, a penchant, the lady of the dunes body lies at the St. Peter's Cemetery, except for her head. St. Peter. Which law enforcement kept for ongoing criminal investigation. So they just have her head. That's fucked. Ugh. I mean, if it was already almost cut off. So they just severed the rest of it? I just guess. Because it, you know, yeah. it said that when they found her, their head was pretty much already gone. Oh, boy. And I mean... I, she's got hair on the head. And there's DNA there, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. Sense. I don't Maybe... Plus, they did the facial reconstructions and stuff like Which that is, uh, with her bones. We're talking her next. Her skull, yeah. The first facial reconstru- reconstruction using clay came in 1970. Then in 2010, a high-tech scan helped to create another model of her face. I think that's one Which of the ones we, put the pictures you, up. we posted that yeah. one on. So find it on our social media. Um, her body was exhumed twice. In 1980, forensic investigators took blood samples from her corpse. However, the evidence did not offer any new information about her murder. Then in 2000... Still have, still have blood that late? That's like seven years later. Yeah, but if it's like dried up, they it's can still, dried. You can still get DNA from. Yeah, they can still yeah. dry blood. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Then in 2000, they unearthed her again for DNA testing to see if she could be the offspring of Rory Kessinger's mother. As noted, she was not. So basically, they they took DNA from that Rory Kessinger's mom to see if there was a match. Okay, so which is how they they've done they've started using things like that to catch other people too oh yeah oh yeah we talked about this before like a golden state killer or whatever i think they mentioned that in there okay yeah so my questioning with this is why do you think that the reason they're they're keeping this going because i mean people die all the time people die jane jane does john does all the time and it's like and honestly when you when you search her Mm -hmm. dude so many other like weird cases like that come up yeah like jane does that like they have no idea who was what and it's weird that this one is such a it just well, the reason I'm out there. I was going to say is, do you think that they're they they want to build a case or build more of a case because of either who it's connected to, like Whitey Bulger? I think or, so. You, because if I it feel was like that, if it was just a random killing or something like that, or they thought it would be a random killing, but I guess how do you really know? Because yeah, maybe it's the way she died too. You know what I mean? Like 
because yeah. that's pretty fucked up and excessive. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No. Absolutely. Well, I, I I don't know. I I feel like I I don't know. I I agree with you on that. Like it's kind of weird. Like because I'm sure that they I mean people find fucking dead bodies all the time that they don't know who they were. Like right. you're saying. And right. yeah, there's a. But there's this one is one of those of cases that like has just kind of stuck around for some reason. I feel like it might have something to do with where it's at too. Yeah. Like small little yeah. area or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe it's her uh, New York dental work. Could be. Yeah. Yep. It's New York style. New York style. New dental York style. work. Yeah. So in 2019, District Attorney for the Cape and Islands, Michael O'Keefe, opened a, up a new investigation for the Lady of the Dunes. He plans to utilize genetic genealogy, which is a method in which criminal investigators use genetic databases to find family members of a perpetrator or victim to solve crimes. Yeah. Evidently, this method helped detectives find. Evidently, yeah. yeah. Suspects for 28 cases in 2018. That's kind of cool, though. No, it's not evidently. They fucking did it, and that's how they... So, I mean, 28 cases in 2018? That's awesome. And they found... That's how they found... That's the Golden State Killer. That's That's how they found the Golden State Killer. Joseph James DeFuckhead. We're going to call him just Joseph James DeFuckhead, because fuck him. Um, And they found his ass after nearly 50 years of trying to find that motherfucker. So that's kind of cool. 2019, a couple years ago, so hopefully they... start throwing that shit into, like, 23andMe and fucking Ancestry and all that shit, and you never know who you're going to come up with, man. So there you have it, the Lady of the Dunes. Not only an unsolved case, but we don't even know the identity of the victim at all. Oh, so they haven't figured out who she is yet. No, Mooney, that's what the whole fucking thing's been about. At least they know who did it, though. Oh, my God. They don't. A couple of high-profile suspects are there, but nothing more to go on. There's nothing more. Yeah, there's nothing more because they know who did it. Oh, my God. Would you... They're just waiting on the confession, right? Yes, you're right. Yes, Mooney, you're, you're right. Case solved. We're done. All right. I'm glad that we could be of service. It's fucking so we may never know. <laughs> it's chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's we, we figured it out. Yeah, that is true. We probably did. It was an elder chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> we may never know who she is or who killed her, unfortunately. And people in the area and those close to the case are holding out hope, though. And listen, I think if, that's part of it, too. I think the people in the area are keeping that alive. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, we if we get any news whatsoever about this, if we happen to see anything, we'll definitely revisit this. And yeah, we'll we always we always look for like when we when we do these kind of things, we always keep kind of keep an eye on what's going on just to see because I mean the, the latest thing that they opened was 2019, so they're still out there, they're still yeah. looking, and that shit takes time. Yeah, like it takes a long, long time. Like I mean, shit, dude. There's been you know cases of like uh, people being in prison and stuff like that, and it takes like to to match DNA. It's like what up to ten years or yeah. some shit. Yeah, it can be, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's ridiculous. So anyway. That is the Lady of the Dunes, and we'll keep you guys updated. And if anyone has any questions, or if anyone, or not what well, questions, yeah, questions, you can always come reach out to us. But if you have any information, or if you think you know someone that does have information, someone may have been there, or maybe you spot a chainsaw in the area, make sure you guys either let us know or contact your local authorities. Also, uh, just to recap, Clark Bars were not named after a serial killer. <laughs> I don't want to get sued for this or something. But we don't know if they were or not. They went around that. I'm pretty sure the Clark bars have been around much longer than Haddon Clark was. Maybe he was named after the Clark bar. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm fine with that. But well, now it's time it'd for like, my. It'd be like it'd be like going out and buying a fucking Dahmer bar. Dude, that would you know? sell like crazy. You know it would. I'd buy one. It's it, it, the problem Shit is like body parts. The problem is that candy bar would just like- <laughs> no, it would just be completely tasteless. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> You'd have to freeze it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time for my favorite part of the show. It's 
the movies. You didn't have to wait for me. Oh. I wasn't. I was taking a breath. Um, speaking of ta-da, ta-da. Talk to a Mr. Jeff Butcher the other yeah, day. Yeah, how's he doing? He's, how's the married life going? He's doing well. Yeah. Uh, they just went on vacation. I guess it was their honeymoon or whatever. Ooh, they had a, a nice. blast. Where'd he's, they go? Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's good that you got all the information. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. He went, to be honest with you. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> I'm sure it was wonderful. Yes. Um, pictures and stuff looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay. Speaking of pictures, he's now um, picked up... Um, uh, what do you call it? Amateur yes. photography? Yes. Yeah. And he's on doing Instagram. Of, and you can... Um, Insta. Uh, an Instagram. The gram. He's an influencer? Uh, <laughs> not yet. Oh, God. But what, <laughs> what is uh, his... Uh, hold on. I have his... Oh, what is it? it I'm trying to think what his handle is on there. His name. It's something that sounds... Uh, the Butcher. Evil. It's, it's like, like dark something or... Dark room... Dark room something, yeah. Dark, dark room. Look up dark room something. <laughs> And, sorry, and Jeff sorry, Butchko will sorry, be there. Jeff, we're getting it. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking it up right now. I just, I remember getting a follow and I'm like, who the fuck is this? At? Oh, it's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck is this fucking guy over here? <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm looking through right now. Nope. That's, <laughs> that's not it. That's, who is this? it? I don't know who it is. Really, dude? I don't know. God I'll it. find it and I'll let you guys know what it is. All right. Dark Room Speed. There it is. Find Jeff over there, darkroom speed. Anyway, we're going to be doing a... Uh, it's because he does speed. A smoking up episode that we missed out on last yeah, time. Yeah, we're so going to do it. Yeah, uh, what do you guys I'm, know? I'm, I've actually started kind of working on it in the background. Yeah? Because uh, we said we were going to do the uh, Skinwalker Ranch for that. That'd be perfect. And it's going to be... I've kind of started working on it. So. Yeah. So we're going to smoke up super crazy like... Yeah, that's a good... That's a good eye And have some fun. So listen, on to the movies. We're talking about the yeah. best horror movies set in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> That's to be the first movie. You say, right, so no, uh, we'll start at number ten here. So real quick, real quick, I just want to. This is a ranker list. Oh, okay. Um, These so are always it, fun. It's voted on by the folks. I don't know. I think it's a newer list because there wasn't a ton of votes, and there were some movies that I'm kind of surprised that weren't in the top ten. Unless it's changed since I put the list on there. I don't know if it's updated or not, but uh, so there was some. Like I'm, I was surprised that some that weren't in the top ten. All right, well, let's start in uh, top 10 here. Number 10 is Altered States. It's a good one. And we, uh, what, I've what, seen it. What is Street it about? Barrymore. Oh, what is it about? Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Okay. It's got William Hurt and Bob Balaban. Wait, is that the movie I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's got Drew Barrymore in it, yeah. He's looking up right now, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I might be getting that confused with something else, It though. says, Altered States is a 1980 American science fiction horror film adaptation of a novel by the same name by playwright and screenwriter Patty Chayefsky in his only novel he ever wrote in his final film. Both the novel and the film are based on John C. Lilly's sensory deprivation research oh, conducted yeah, in isolation yeah. okay. tanks. Right. The film is directed by Ken Russell and is also the film debut of William Hurt and Drew Barrymore. I was getting it mixed oh, up wow. with something was else. Was she like a kid? Yeah. This is before Firestarter. Oh, shit. I was getting it mixed up with something else, but it, I have seen this, yes. Okay. It is Drew Barrymore. Yes. Drew. Drew. So before E.T. and before Firestarter. Can I just say I fucking hate E.T.? I mean, you can. You can he's, say whatever you want. Okay. He's I know Jedi. a lot of people love that movie. I just, I think it's so bad. But he's a Jedi, though. As we all learned from and, the... And uh, I hate Star Wars, so it works. Uh, yeah. sense, I we all learned from the uh, the bonus that I just did recently yes. on uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. The whole release mm -hmm. of uh, The Thing oh, yeah. mm -hmm. was all basically crushed because they released it two weeks after E.T. 
<laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. So they were like, hey, let's put an alien movie out. Completely different kind of alien movie. <laughs> yeah. You got E.T. that's all family friendly. And then you get this fucking thing that turns into e. fucking. E.T. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what With happened. this fucking weird probey finger. Yeah, so I love the Creepy. I love the ranker ones because it gives you like what other lists they're on. Yeah, yeah. It's what number other? fifty-six of one thirty-five of the okay. most confusing movies ever made. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I wasn't yeah. sure if I number sixty-two of sixty-four of the most rewatchable horror movies. Okay, well, yeah, it's because you didn't get it the first time. Right, gotta, <laughs> right. You had to go back over, and watch it again. Gotta watch it over again. Number sixty-eight of eighty-two of the best movies released Christmas Day. There's a fucking list for that. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, number nine, amazing movie, Paranorman. Oh, yeah, my kids love that movie. I, I love that damn movie. It's so good. Paranorman is a 2012 American 3D stop-motion animated horror comedy film produced by Laika, distributed by Focus Features, and was released on August 17, 2012. It stars the voices of Cody Smith-McPhee, Tucker Ilbreezy, Anna Kendrick, Casey Affleck, Christopher Mintz-Plass, Leslie Mann, Jeff Garland, Elaine Strickland, and a bunch of other fucking people. I'm not going to go through all yeah, this. Yeah, good for them. And I'm sure you guys have all seen Paranorman. It's pretty awesome. It's a pretty good movie, man. Yeah. That's the one with uh, the fucking like zombie dudes come out. Like, yeah. Right? yeah. 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 And he's like running around in the, uh, what is it, uh, like a haunted house or a, a, uh, the park? Yeah, like a graveyard at one point. Yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. go, yeah, okay. Yeah, number, that's a good one. Number 315 of 542. Are you okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm great. <laughs> what, is he crying? Again? No, he's just over there. Like he's got these weird. These, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> those are he's creeping me out. Those are his bedroom eyes. Creeping me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he just said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's number 315 of 542, the best animated films ever. Mm -hmm. uh, I, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Three, oh, hold on. Three what out of how many? 315 out of 542. Okay, can you do me a favor? Yes. Look it up real quick. Can you click that? I want to see what number one is, because if it's not the Iron Giant, I'm going to be pissed. It's not the Iron Giant. It should be. Number one on that list, Toy Story. Fuck. <laughs> Mm. In fact, it was great. Though. In fact, Iron Giant isn't in the top ten, not even the top five hundred. It's not in the top twenty. Are you fucking kidding me? Not in the top. How is it not in the top? That's 30. like literally widely regarded as one of the best animated movies of all time, and not it's fucking top, phenomenal. Not in the top forty. <laughs> is it really? Are you shitting me? Yeah, I swear to God, it's not. Uh, it's number forty-five. Oh, there we go. Top fifty. That's that's still pretty good. How many people voted for it? Does it say? Um. Ooh, voted up, yeah, uh, four thousand three hundred and forty. Okay, wow. voted down, yeah. three thousand six hundred and fifty-eight. Those three thousand six hundred, <laughs> however many people, should be fucking shot. <laughs> Where's Haddon Clark? <laughs> Get him out there. So, also, this uh, paranormal is number twelve of one seventeen for the best zombie comedies. Okay, nice. and number and but I number have to, twelve. Yeah, I'm just gonna look. Shaun real of fast. the Dead's Shaun gotta of, be number it's one. It's gotta right? be Shaun of the Dead, right? If I hope. Scream. Shaun of the Dead. At least I'm, it's Shaun of the Dead. Fucking amazing movie. And it's also uh, Paranorman is number 52 of 65 of the best adventure movies for kids. Oh. Yeah, it's a good movie for kids. It's yeah, got, got kids creepy parts and shit. Yeah. It's a good Halloween movie for kids to watch like, yeah. around that time. Treasure too. Planet definitely is number one on that list, though. Just saying. Number eight. What? What? Of what? Of that adventure movies for kids? Treasure you, Planet. You think Dude, Treasure people hate that, People hate that. It's a good movie, but people hate that movie. Why? I don't know. Why did 3,000 people vote down Iron Giant? Because Vin Diesel had one line. Um, by the way, the number one for the best adventure movies for kids the is Goonies. Toy Story. Fuck out of here! God damn it! It's actually the Toy Story franchise. So like Tom Hanks can lick my sack. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Number eight on our list of the best. What are we doing? Horror movies set in uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> God, I lost where I was fucking at here. Um, it's uh, in dreams. 
Mm, in uh, Dreams. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Annette Benning, and Aiden Quinn. Oh, it's a little bit older movie, isn't it? Like 90s? 99. 90s, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, I don't think I, I know this movie, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen it. Um, let's see here. Real fast. I didn't know that was a horror movie. In Dreams is a 1999 psychological thriller film directed by Neil Jordan. It stars Annette Benning as a New England illustrator who begins experiencing visions of missing children who turn out to be her own daughter. Oh, my. Through her dreams, she begins having psychic connections to a person responsible for her daughter and several other local children missing. Mm. Actually, we've uh, that's been on another list of ours we've talked about before. I feel was like it? Has, yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is uh, number 58 of 104 for the best kidnapping and hostage movies of all time. <laughs> That's a thing. What's number one on that list? <laughs> uh, you guys are getting all the. What do you guys today. think? What do you guys think it is? And don't don't taken? don't be looking. I'm not looking. All right, you think it's taken? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It is taken. Ah! Yeah. That's the only one I can think yeah, of off yeah. the top of my head. And in Dreams is also number 47 of 74 of the best Robert Downey Jr. movies. Uh, number what? Wait, what? number 47 of 74. Okay, Robert, that's gonna be fucking Iron Man. Of course, yeah, one, of, I, one I, of those. I, I, I yeah. Watch me like Iron Man three. I'll gotta look. It's Iron Man. No, it better not be Iron Man 3. Fucking that movie. Fuck that movie. And number uh, in Dreams is uh, 196 of 242 of the best R-rated crime thriller movies. Okay. There's only 242 of those? Apparently. There's like the 9 ones, billion. At least yeah. the ones that are ranked. Yeah. And, oh, guess what number one is? Of crime thrillers? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even I come really, up There's with so one many of them. How about this? I'll give you a guess. I got a feeling that something ain't right. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. All right. So good. Okay, I'll go with that. Number seven on our list of best horror movies from Massachusetts is Silent Night, Bloody Night. That's old school. 1972. That's a good one. Wow. Yeah. Never seen it. Yeah. The name gives it away. It's a Silent <laughs> Night, but it was bloody. It's a Christmas horror movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Bloody Night is a 1972 American horror film directed by Theodore Gush- Gershny. Gershny. And co-produced by Lloyd Kaufman. The film stars Patrick O'Neill and cult actress Mary if Warnoff. You, if you don't know who Lloyd Kaufman is... He's the main guy over at Troma. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, also has John Carradine in a supporting performance. The plot follows a series of murders that occur in a small town on Christmas Eve after a man inherits a family estate, which was once an insane asylum. Oh. Ooh. All right. I feel like that's been remade numerous times, hasn't it? Eh, maybe. I mean, there's also Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, right. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. So this one uh, doesn't have any other lists. So Okay. Whatever. Number six on our list here for the best horror movies in... Uh, Massachusetts, the house by the cemetery. Oh, okay. From 1981. Oh, that's that one. Um, I think well, a house. it's about a house that's. I think it's by a cemetery. Yeah. No, or no, something? no, 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 no. That's yeah, it. I think of the other one. It's a different one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. I, it literally doesn't give me any information. Nothing. It just <laughs> says the house by the cemetery. It gives tells okay. you everything you need to know about it. And it's made in 1981. It looks like it's a Spanish film. Yeah. See. CT. Hey, here you go. Number five, Bride of Reanimator. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> I figured you'd like that one. That means Reanimator's got to be on there somewhere. Oh, uh, well, maybe. Maybe. So if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Bride of Reanimator, first get, and foremost, get familiar, get with, familiar with it. Yeah, because Reanimator is amazing. It's totally stupid. Are Those those aren't Raimi films, are they? No. No? I didn't know if they were or not. No. Sorry. I'm sorry. This fucking website's taking forever to load up, so I'm just going to go back. So it's number 90 out of 105 of the best horror movie sequels. Wow. Number 90 of 145 are the best zombie movies of all time. Okay. Number 36 of six, uh, seven, 37 of 60 of the best horror movies about evil experiments. Oh. Huh. What the hell's number? It's got to be like Frankenstein, huh? Yeah, I would assume it's Frankenstein. Like the old school yeah, Frankenstein. What's the, what's the one where the, the scientist replaces himself with like a fly or whatever? 
think it's that one. The fly? The fly. Is that literally what it's called? I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen it, but all right, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, that would be The Fly, which is a remake in the 80s one starts, um, 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 what's his name? Goldblum. Goldblum, yeah. It's a great movie, by the way. Great movie. So dark. Fucking really? It's so it's dark. so gross, too. Yeah, it's really nasty. So number four is Reanimator. Oh, all right. Yep. Very good. Uh, from 1985, starring Barbara Crampton, Jeffrey Combs, and David such Gale. A, such a good movie. Number dude. 2012 of 305 what? of the funniest 80s movies. 2012 of 305? 212. <laughs> hey, at least I knew the fly, all right? <laughs> yeah, all right. So number 212. It's a movie about a guy who yeah. turns into a fly. <laughs> the fly? Jesus. So uh, listen to me on the list of the funniest 80s movies of all time. Yeah, no. 2000 or 2000. Motherfuck <laughs> me. 212. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, um, what's number one of the funniest Of the funniest? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Is it Caddyshack? It's got to be like Caddyshack. No, or like it's Toy An Story. No, Animal. <laughs> it's Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking leave right now and just drive my car. Yeah, it, it better not be fucking Toy Story. I, I don't know. Would it be like? uh, here it is. The funniest 80 movies of all time. Oh. <gasps> Vacation, National oh, Lampoon. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Nice. You know what number two is? What's number two? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. But then number three, what is it? Back to the Future. That was a comedy. Yeah, I mean it's a comedy. But I mean it, it is, but it, I I don't know. I don't think it's funnier than. But number four is Caddyshack. Okay. Number five is Fer Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. Number six, Trading Places. Oh, number seven, God, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> number eight, Coming to America. Number nine, Airplane. <laughs> it's a miracle. Three Eddie Murphys three in Eddie a row. Murphys. And number ten. Police Academy. That yes. just goes, dude. That just goes to show you how how bad Eddie Murphy was just crushing it in the end. Oh, dude, he was the guy in the Philip, <laughs> come on, Philip. <laughs> All right, number three in our movie for top horror movies in uh, set in Massachusetts is Warlock. Okay, uh, is that the eighties one? Yeah, is that like eighties, nineteen eighty nine, and oh. it's literally about a warlock that comes back and he it's needs to. That's the one I'm thinking of. It's not, it's not bad. It's, it's okay. Bad. It's, it's, it's fun. It's not on any other lists. It's entertaining. Number two on our two. list is Number The Haunting two. from uh, 1963. The Haunting? This has got to be like uh, The Haunting of Hill House. The I original think it's the one, original, right? yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, psychological thriller. It stars Julie Harris, Claire Bloom, Richard Johnson, and Russ Tamblin. Oh, the film about a small group of people invited by a paranormal investigator to stay at a haunted house that comes yeah. to life. Ooh. Yeah, it's it's what it is. It's yeah. okay. But the other list that it's on, 124 of 243 for the best psychological thrillers of all time. Okay. Number 311 of 372 for the best movies based on books. And okay. number 38 of 123 for the best intelligent horror movies. Gotta see what number best one is. Best intelligent horror movie? Best. It's gotta be something like Rosemary's Baby or something like that. Uh, or Psycho. That's not really, I don't know. Intelligent, though. Or it's going to be something dumb that, like, that we nobody, all hate. That nobody understands. Oh, it's the silence of the lambs. That's intelligent. Right. Yeah. I That's mean, pretty I, good. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty yeah. good. I actually love that movie. What else is on that list? Did you already get out of it? Uh, yeah, I can look back at it real quick. Uh, the most intelligent. Um, let's see, number one. Oh, fuck off with your head. Um, number one, The Silence of the Lambs. Number two, The Exorcist. Okay. Number three, The Shining. Okay. Number four, The Conjuring. No. I don't feel like these are intelligent. No. You have to be intelligent not to want to watch Yeah, them. number five, Halloween. Wait, what? Intelligent? I don't think that's intelligent at all. Sixth Sense, I'll give him that just because the twist at yeah. the end. Whatever. 
Yeah. He's got a new movie. By the way, out. for all of you out there that haven't seen The Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis is a ghost. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Too soon, 30 years later. I know, right? If you haven't seen it by now, remember, we spoil shit. I don't give a friggity fuck. If, if you haven't seen it by now, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah. So number seven, uh, Carrie. <laughs> number eight, Insidious, really? Those aren't intelligent. That's just like your yeah. run-of-the-mill fucking haunted. Yeah. Number yeah. nine, It. Mm-hmm. No. And number 10 on this list is Saul. Okay, that uh, one I, the I can see. It. The sure. original, sure. it's really good. I'll give it that. Still excited about the uh, the one that's coming out or is out? I think it's out already. It's out already yeah. uh, with uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock and, and uh, Sam Jackson. Samuel Jackson, yeah. Jackson. <laughs> There's so many motherfucking souls on this motherfucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Number one on All our right, list. Here we go. Number one. What do we got? It. Jaws, are you fucking kidding me? It's Jaws. Jaws didn't take place in Massachusetts. I, I actually, it no. Yeah, it's it films based in Massachusetts. Yeah, remember? It's, no, uh, it's not. It's but, based. It's based in Amity Island in fucking New York. It's a fictitious town on in New York, like off of New York. I don't know why you're yelling at me, man. I'm just. It's not this based shit. in fucking. Who the fuck? I want to talk to somebody. <laughs> it says Jaws was a 1975 American thriller film. Directed by Steven Spielberg and based on Peter Benchley's novel of the same name, the prototypical summer blockbuster, its release is regarded as a watershed moment in motion picture history. In the story, a giant man-eating great white shark attacks beachgoers on Amity Island, a fictional summer resort town, prompting the local police chief to hunt it with the help of marine biologist and a professional shark hunter. Mother, these people are fucking stupid. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Jaws, seriously, like... Stop it. I'm telling you, that shit was not in fucking Massachusetts. Was it filmed there, maybe? And that's why it's on the list? Oh. Yeah, it was filmed in Martha's Vineyard, I think. But it says here, vote up the horror films based in Massachusetts. Yeah, this was not us. based in Massachusetts. I'm I, telling you. Why are you yelling? Because I'm fucking pissed off that people are that dumb. <laughs> Hashtag safe for Moody, folks. Yeah, dude, I'll, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, motherfuckers. If you think Jaws was in Mass- Massachusetts, you're, you're an asshole. Get ready, I'm coming for Look, you. Let's see. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it fucking up, man. All right, so number 121 of 1,195 of every Oscar-winning film ever. Wait, what now? It's number 121 of 1,195 of every Oscar-winning film ever. That's pretty good. That's one thousand. Okay. Yeah, 121 of almost I feel like it was better than a lot. I feel like it was probably better than a lot more of those those thousand that were in front of it too. Hold on. What do you think number 1 is? Where was For every Oscar film winning film ooh, ever. Oh, oh, it's uh probably Titanic, probably something stupid. Oscar winning films are Sound of Music. Number 1, Ben Hur. Oh, all right. Huh. Cuz it won like 11. Huh. Though Jesus. the film takes place in the fictional town of Amity Island in New York. Why are you yelling at me? I'm just reading the list. God, psycho, calm down. Guess what number two is for the uh, Oscar movies? Yeah, Oscar. Sound of music. Lord of the Rings. The, the yes. Of the King. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. Won 11 of 11 nominations. Number three was Sound of Music. Number three is Titanic. Hey, I did better than you. Near, Dude, the me first version of that's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, number four is West sound, Side sound Story. Music. Nope. Number five Does is Sound of Music. You win a fucking Oscar. The I don't even know. English Patient. <laughs> uh, number six the is The Piano. GG. G- was that the one with Ben Affleck? No, no, fuck no. <laughs> no, this is 1958. That was Jiggly with Eva Gabor. <laughs> uh, number seven. I'm not saying it. I don't care. Okay, it's the Last Emperor. Number eight, On the Waterfront. Number nine, oh. From Here to Eternity. And number 10, 
Gone with the Wind. Oh, God. And a little nugget for you guys. The first time a swear word was ever made on the big screen was at the very end of the very damn, damn thing. And he says, says, damn it. He says, damn, is frankly my idea, Scarlet. I don't give a I damn. I don't give a damn. That's that was the, the very first, first time. Really? Yep. Very first time that a swear word was allowed to be well, on fuck films. me. <laughs> and now here we are. Dude, I wonder what like the first like movie was allowed to say like fuck on it. I'm sure you could Google it and I figure wanna, it out. Google that out real quick. Oh, I gotta so, see. I gotta see if Sound of Music ever won an Oscar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sure it did. And also, Jaws, last one here, number seventeen to three seventy-five. Old movies every young person needs to watch in their lifetime, and I agree. Wait, 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 wait. Before you say that, what? The, the first time the word "fuck" was ever said on a motion picture was it Jaws? Was Mash? The movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? It wasn't until 1968 that the Motion Picture Association of America established system ratings to use as a guide. Blah, 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 blah. MASH became the first American film to use the word fuck. What? That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Look at that. I'm mad at that, dude. <laughs> mm. And for you youngsters out there, or if you're from MASH was else, a television show. MASH was a television show, but it was a it was a movie first, and then they made it into a television show, or vice versa. I think it was, I think it was a TV around, show, yeah. and that made it into a movie. Yeah. So it was awesome. Anyway, so that are, that are, <laughs> <laughs> that them are your top 10 horror movies. Movie. Yeah, the movie. I'm still trying to find out if they won an Oscar. <laughs> so, passengers, we hope you enjoyed your ride with us on the Lady of the Dunes. It is a really kind hey, of... Hey, it won Best Picture, Best Original Score, Best Director, Best Film Editing, Best Sound Mixing, Best Actress, Best Support... Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Was it nominated for all those? It won It won the first five, and then nominee for Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Costume Design, Best Cinematography, Best Production Design. Jesus Christ. That's so it did, it did win Best Picture. God damn it. Are you good? Nice. You good now? You feel better? Yes, except I'm still pissed <laughs> off about Josh. <laughs> <laughs> did you just... Uh... I just did this. Yeah, let's not do that anymore. Yeah, let's not do that. Look, I'm just... As a public service announcement. Oh, Jaws was not set in Massachusetts, you fucking puppets. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. So anyway, the Lady of the Dunes. Although Jaws 2 was, I think. <laughs> um, uh, uh, any last thoughts on the whole Lady of the Dunes? I, it's weird, dude. It's a weird case. And like, I think the most intriguing thing is, like you said, like, why is this case so popular or like so over over yeah. other ones right <clears throat> yeah you know what i mean and, and, and there could be several factors to it you know what i mean like the way she was killed where she was killed who may be connected who to may her be connected killing. i think yeah. that 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 has a lot to do with it yeah. i think I the fact so. that like because a lot of people really do think that uh like whitey bulger was probably their top suspect and we'll never know because he got fucking shanked in prison yeah unless they can find someone who knows him and maybe gives a lead or maybe something he writ, wrote down who knows and then i mean honestly though the head and clark thing is it's possible. He yeah. apparently had all these fucking trinkets. Who knows, man? Like, it's... Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Like, just hearing about that. That dude's that's, a fucking lunatic. That is wild. And he's still alive in prison. Yeah, he's like 68 or something, something like that. So he's like... He's not even that old. I want to wow. do more research into the, the crime scene, though, itself. Like, trying to understand, like, was, was she... Was all that done right there? Or was it like... They, I read something about that. And, like, the one thing... It didn't make sense to me, so I didn't put it in there. It was like... Because they mentioned how the uh, the towel or blanket underneath her was undisturbed, which led which led uh, investigators to believe that she was murdered there. But I'm like, if she was laying on top of something and someone beat her and cut her hands off, I'm pretty sure the shit would be disturbed. Right. So I don't know. I I, I really don't know. Like they're well. I mean, they said that she <coughs> may have, was probably murdered in her sleep. Right. So if she's laying there. 
and all of a sudden someone just comes up just and sees a lay person and just, just knocks her. She's probably done right then and there. She's not going to be moving around. But I mean, like, yeah, but if you're sawing her fucking hands yeah, off, there's, and she's a, not, you know, you're on, and you're on sand. sand. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be, I don't know, there's got to be more. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, man. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel, I feel like personally that she was staged there, oh, like maybe great. murdered somewhere else and taken there. Well, why else would they retire? Because they, and they don't the say scene. anything about blood at the scene. Right. If they cut her fucking hands off there, there would be just shitloads of blood. Right, and her head was barely hanging on. Oh, and they, and yeah, they, they, they never saying. found her hands, right? No, not that I know. They just found pine needles. Oh yeah, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Wait a minute, pine. So was she? Hold on a second. Now, now my mind's racing on this. <gasps> I know. Uh, dun, dun, don't hurt dun, yourself, dun. dude. I know. Uh, you guys smell that smoke? Is that what that is? Yeah. See it barreling out of my ears. I right thought now? it was just your shitty vape pen. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> um, hold on here. Okay. So it. So when the dog ran in, it was basically pine trees that it like. It was it, like in a little pine grove. It was a pine something? grove. So were the pine needles like already there because of it? Or do you think someone literally took and like piled They said it? there were piles of. Like, yeah, but could it have been piles underneath her then when she was laid down that they were just already there? I don't know. It, but then the way, why the, put the, the way they make it sound, it sounds like they down. were there and then they put like mounds, like little piles of... Uh... And then why do that? Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, man. if you're fucking crazy enough to bash some chick's fucking head in and then stab her and almost yeah. cut her face and then yeah. cut her hands off, I think everything kind of... Logic kind of flies out the window at that point. Yeah, at that point, why do they do anything they do? Exactly. Know? Yeah, it's crazy. Why leave the house? So anyway, if you guys have any information or if you want to dive in further and maybe find out some more information or whatever, please do that. You can find all kinds of cool stuff on the interwebs. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Keep it going, though. What like, do you think? Like, talk about it. Ah, oof, dude, I, I think that the way she was killed and the way she was, like, either placed there... Or like you said, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for it to happen there because there would be an exuberant amount of blood. This the scene had to have been disturbed they, at some and point. And they don't mention anything about like amounts of blood or like pools of blood. Like so, then to me, somebody was making a statement with that. Somebody, the tire tracks, the that's, two sets see, of prints. And that's the other thing is like they they found the tire tracks, which leads me to believe that it wasn't done there. Right. Like they fucking drove up, dumped the body, staged it, and rolled two out. people got out, took the body, staged it. And then left. But see, do you think it was two people or do you think some of those tracks were, like we said, could have been that little girl or could have been that other girl? It's possible, but then wouldn't they have, like, if... When they rolled that out? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, what I'm saying, if, the, if it was a little girl, you're you going to know the difference between, we, yeah. right, the size of, of... That's true. But here's the other thing, too. They found tracks, but they didn't find her for, what they say, like, uh, 11 to 14 days later or something like that? They said she, she could have been, been dead from 10 to, to three weeks. To three, 10 days to three weeks. So those tracks... Had to have been somewhat fresh. Right. There's no way that tracks last in sand for three fucking weeks. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah. it's so, I, I don't know. That that whole thing is very, like, what the fuck is going on? You yeah. know? So maybe that's why everyone's so... It's weird, man. You know, they're so perplexed by this. And yeah. maybe they just want to figure it out because it is so weird, you know? Do you believe that girl that said that she saw her before? No. I think it's bullshit, too. Yeah. I think either it's bullshit or she had a hand in it, but they yeah. probably excluded her from it. Because the other thing is, when they, when they described the crime scene, they didn't mention anything about a slash on the girl's chest anywhere the only place that you heard anything about possibly having a slash across her chest was from that other girl that hmm. claimed she found her like the day before two Maybe days she before, found another so. body yeah yeah i don't know it's weird so anyway yeah we want to know what you guys think about the lady of the dunes please let us know on social media or you can email yeah. us or whatever you guys want to do yeah. next week 
Also, uh, apologies oh. for it was. To, this is a shorter episode this week than yeah. usual, just because there wasn't a whole lot to go on. Because they found out, you know, they figured it out really quick who it was and who did it. So Jesus Christ, fuck up. What? God. Anyway, next week <laughs> we're heading to a little bit of a weirder area. Okay. Obscure. Ooh. We're going back to New York. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about the Florida, Necro- the Florida. Necronomicon. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Ooh. And the real Book of the Dead. Oh. So we're going to discuss all those things related to it and possibly other cultures and their books of the dead and things like that and where they come right. from, where they stem from, so on and so, uh, so forth. It should be a, a fun little tale, yeah. I can't think. wait to uh, sip on some mango namakan. I don't know what that is. It's a what cider. Mead I bought. Or meadery. Mead. The mead. 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 It's a mead I bought just for the... Whatever. Did you? You bought some mead for it? Just for this. It's oh, called mango namakan. Is it? Yeah. Did you, just for you that episode. Before? No. All right, I'm just wondering if you've tasted it. Before. I like mango. I wanted it to uh, be uh, super special just for this one, one, one. Uh, awesome, dude! And I'm perfect. So yeah. So I listen, like, I like meat, obviously. Make sure to be here next week. Make sure to stop over to our official website, the Midnight okay. Train Podcast. Do I have to be here next week? No. Okay. Well, let's fucking see you guys right <laughs> At our website, you can buy some super sweet merchandise. Super sweet. At our store, where you can find uh, fecal fighter shitting robot t-shirts, the super popular Don't Be a DeSalvo shirt, the switchblade wielding Jersey raccoon t-shirt, the uh, um, Speed Impossible, <laughs> yes. which is fucking amazing. The soon-to-be Killer Clark. Yeah, the Killer <laughs> the Clark. Clark bar. Yeah. And it's especially killer. my favorite, the Hey baby, dude, we we gotta, we gotta get the uh, what was it uh the the, moder- <laughs> the marginally marginally ape like yeah. big hairy men beef. Yes, I'm, I'm working through. on it. I started working on it. I, I gave you the thing. That, I gave you the little, little thing to yeah, put on yeah, it too. Yeah, so. and listen, also listeners out there, especially like men, okay. We started actually working with Doctor Squatch Soap. Yes, and uh, yeah, we are we're working with them now. I, uh, I myself have a subscription. I do as well. And Doctor Squatch is changing the way men approach hygiene by providing all natural, high quality, healthy products like soaps, stuff, hair care, cologne. Danny uses this stuff. Too really, sometimes. dude, they're amazing. They smell so good. Uh, I love the ones that have like the little. Uh, That's what she's. She's like, hey, when you get when you get your next, she's like, get those stuff with the little uh, scratchy stuff. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh man, it feels so good. Yeah. I love the pine tar shit. Right. Oh, the pine tar. So and it can make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. All soaps and products are made right here in the U.S. using the finest all-natural ingredients, not cheaply made or harmfully yeah. mass-produced. Nope. You can get 20% off your first subscription. Just head on over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com forward slash sponsors. Click on the banner and use promo code DSCSQUATCH20. That's D-S-C-S-Q-U-A-T-C-H-20 to get the best damn soap. Fuck yeah, dude. It's awesome. Fuck yeah. Amazing, if and you guys also, haven't tried it, you, you please. Yeah, for real. And go over there and then listen. Uh, every time you guys Tell click on that you. kind of stuff, it, and it helps us with working with them, and yeah. it just really does. So, like, you know, go to the, a great... And help yourself out. And you'll we, smell great. You'll feel good. Right. And Moody and I literally use the shit. Like, yeah, before we day. even got hooked up with this them. This morning when I took a shower? Yeah. yeah I used it. Yeah, it's it's fantastic soap. I use the uh, citrus, uh, cedar, oh, c- cedar citrus I used that this way? morning. That's such a glow about you right now? It is. Oh, it's exfoliating. You are it's glowing. Wonderful. You are glowing. Yeah. And also, too, if I'm you pregnant. gentlemen out there or ladies, <laughs> if you want to kind of soup up your uh, your your grooming down in the nether yeah, regions, yeah, buddy. we're also now dealing with smooth my balls. <laughs> Perfect for us. Hell yeah. Just head on over to uh, smooth my balls. If you're, a, if you're a marginally ape-like big hairy man beast. Yeah, yeah. You need smooth you my need balls. This. Yeah. And uh, smoothmyballs.rf.com. 
refr.cc forward slash the midnight train pod C. All right. And if you need that again, it's smooth my ball. And I'll have it in the notes and we'll stuff have, like that. Uh, are we going to, we could put that up on the website too. Yeah. Right? We'll put it up like, on the website so you guys can go in there. And if you need, you know, a new razor, it's and grooming. They're man. really, it's all grooming. It's about, it's about keeping you, it's, it's summertime. Yeah. You got to keep that. The and it's not just men. Women, women yeah. can use it too. It's good, man. Yeah. It's Anybody. good stuff. So head on over to smoothmyballs.com. R-E, or just go to our website. We'll yeah. take care of you. Yeah. yeah. And listeners, of course, keep asking how they can help keep the steam in our engines. Well, if you like what you hear from us, consider being a fucking producer of the show Woo! by heading over to the Midnight Train Podcast.com and clicking on the Patreon button or go to patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast because you cannot search for us because we are adults and we swear a lot. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of shit like a custom shirt, custom poster, custom sticker, bonus episodes like you know the the the, the freaking the one we did just the other day exactly <laughs> i could have said it better myself there's a lot of them. i didn't put it in my notes and i'm, I'm like fuck what is that <laughs> it was john Carpenter. yeah thank you well, then we did Carpenter? one before that too yeah, yeah we did the elephant man yes. elephant man yeah which is yeah, so we awesome did the elephant man. yeah yes. there's a ton of really good ones and a bunch more coming up you guys are just doing it without me though so. yeah well i've been doing it by myself lately you know yeah. getting in the zone in here by yeah. myself turn the lights off you know, smooth shirt balls. Off, smoothing my balls, smoothing my balls. <laughs> and rubbing my Dr. Squatch on myself. That's right. So listen, if you're, if you're a diehard Midnight Train fan and you want to help produce this motherfucker, our Patreon is for you. For those of you that would rather leave us a one-time donation, which we have had. Yes. Head on over to the PayPal and uh, use the email address, the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com. Someone also, sent us their two cents. Yeah, it, it, they literally. Yep. And you can easily like, subscribe, and rate us on your favorite podcast platform. Most importantly, share the Midnight Train to everyone. It takes only a couple of minutes. And word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this beautiful train. Also, just very quickly, mm -hmm. my offer still stands for the one-time donations through PayPal. If you are not a Patreon subscriber, you'll still get a Safe from Moody sticker. And we'll send you a couple other stickers, too, this little... Yeah. The offer stands. Yeah, there it is. You know what, dude? I'll pay for it out of my own fucking pocket. I don't care. <laughs> thank I will you guys. ship it out of my own pocket. That's right. Thank you guys so much for listening. A very special thank you to our superhero, Patreon. Beautiful producers. Let me hear that little rat-a-tat-tat-tat. rat a tat tat I don't have a rat a tat Would you press the button? <laughs> to our producers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunzelman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, absolutely. Here. In fact, Miles Campbell is the fellow that gave us his two cents. And he is became, that him? He became oh, a Patreon producer. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, Miles. Beautiful. To Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, Gina Madison, Janet Sherrill, Laura Randall, Chad Flint. Yes. Sorry. Sidebar on, on Mac. Yes. He's the one that sent us that thing about uh, wormhole crazy. Stephen huh? King killing John Lennon. And I just want to say you have probably ruined the like next two weeks of my life because <laughs> the shit is deep and it's heavy. And I'm going to at least at minimum do a bonus episode. Awesome. And I was telling you earlier. Mm -hmm. I think there's a good chance that we might be able to get this dude on the phone. All right. We'll see. We'll see what I'm we gonna, can do. I'm going to work on that because fucking nuts <laughs> <laughs> also to uh chad flint cheryl pierce chris mcleod justin kowalczyk rob webb from the fun box podcast yeah, make buddy. sure you check out robbie's awesome and that podcast is funny good people over yes there at the fun box to christina skeleton and jessica bartolome from the skeleton sisters nope the skeleton sisters. nope the sister skeleton <laughs> there you I'm go i know who it is <laughs> we're gonna have our own yeah right. we're the and now
What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus, it's too early in the morning for this shit. Anyway, check out the Sister like Skeleton podcast. And by skeleton, it's S-K-E-S-K. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like I need to drink to do this shit. Yep. Thank you. S-K-E-L-T-O-N, the Sisters They're doing skeleton. pretty good over there. They keep yeah. putting up the things about all their downloads. And yeah, things they're and doing shit. pretty awesome. And they just did, uh, they just dropped Shark Week. I'm just letting you guys know if you get yeah. too close, we're going to have to take you out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can't just have you doing better than us. Come at us. Come at us, bitches. You bring, no. the, you bring the raccoons, we'll bring the Clark bars. <laughs> what if we fed the Clark bars to the raccoons? Oh, yeah. And then divert attention and come in with a fucking drop with an elbow. Oh, dude, can you imagine oh. elbow drop a raccoon? <laughs> <laughs> eating, a, eating a Clark bar. It's <laughs> ah, amazing. Anyway, check them out. They are amazing ladies, and they do a great job over there. To Maria Gibbs, to Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Craig Spurlock, Rick Resler, Courtney, Bachelor, Katie Barabinick, and of course, our buddy. Bill Birch. Oh, good for you. I'm giving him the buttons. I need to drink when we do this, too. <laughs> I'm giving him the buttons. God damn. If you want your name to be mentioned on the show, become a Patreon producer. All right. It's five bucks a month, but you get all kinds of cool shit. Anyway, in saying that, we're going to go and work on another bonus for you guys. There it is. Laugh track. I'm just going to hit them all. Right? This episode. Of oh. <laughs> He's pressing all the buttons. <laughs> Joe. There we go. That's about right. There you yeah, go. Listen, stay safe out there, passengers. <laughs> and as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. right, bitch. <laughs>